0: Hey, welcome to the Pretty AF podcast. I'm Asli Maslow, a brand coach, speaker, author, marketer, and the founder of Pretty AF and the Babble Boutique. I help entrepreneurs going from living paycheck to paycheck in a job they hate to thriving in a career and life they love. This is your place to learn from me and other entrepreneurs that are Pretty AF inside and out. We get into how to create income doing what you love while finding balance between your wellness, beauty, travel, and philanthropy. If you're ready to get inspired and have actionable steps to build the life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in.
1: I think so often we tend to give our power away to other people. I think that we try to live our life tiptoeing around people, not wanting to upset anyone or create drama, but what we're doing is stifling our desires and our needs and our wants. This is something that I realized, again, about six years ago, I realized that I was doing this, that I was miserable and I was so fearful to make any sort of decision. I was paralyzed by fear of rejection, fear of failure. And then I just started waking up one day and I was like, this is my life like this uh-huh. is not somebody else's life i'm not here to live my life for somebody else and so i started making some serious changes and i i had to get rid of some friends that were using me for my yes
0: hey welcome back to the pretty af podcast i'm your host Asley maslow and that clip was from today's guest lauren larson Lauren is a boundaries expert and clean beauty advocate. In this episode, she shares some great tips on creating boundaries and why they're so important. She also shares why she decided to join Beauty Counter and what makes them different from other clean beauty brands. If you didn't know already, my New Year's resolution this year was to switch to all clean beauty brands, and it was really hard at first to find products that were clean and actually worked. So you'll see more guests like Lauren on the Pretty AF podcast to share different options for adding more clean products into your routine and what makes them different from the products you're currently using. Okay, let's get into these beauty and boundary tips.
1: Um, I'm 33, married with step kids um, 19 and 16 year old boys so that's very interesting I don't have kids of my own and I just took on um, becoming a parent they live with us full-time so that has definitely been an adjustment <laughs> <laughs> I was married before for almost seven years uh, married when I was 20 years old divorced when I was 27 so oh, wow. yeah I currently I work for a casino as a recruiter and been there for almost three years. I actually started as a temp worker there, just doing a lot of admin work, being an assistant to the recruiters. And then that's when I was going to school for my master's in professional counseling and realized that I hated one-on-one counseling with people. (laughs) (laughs) As terrible as that sounds, like I hated it. I became really unhealthy. I took on a lot of their emotions. Mm. I would come home and just sleep or I would drink, and that's just not healthy. Yeah. (laughs) So I realized that professional counseling probably isn't a good fit for me, and I quit my master's with six months left of my program. Oh, wow. I know, I know. I have six (laughs) months left, but I'm, I'm debating, is it worth going back? I don't know. I was so unhealthy during that time. And what I realized I didn't like was that I was really dependent on people, A, showing up to the actual appointment, which is important, Mm -hmm. and then B, wanting to do the work. I realized that I'm the type of person that once you say that you're ready to work on yourself, I'm like, all right, let's go, let's go. And I get a plan in place, and I'm like, okay, here's what we need to do, (laughs) step by step, and not everybody works like that. And Mm -hmm. so I was doing more work than the client was, and it just wasn't a good fit for me and my personality.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. I have a course that teaches people social media marketing, and a lot of people will buy the course, and then they won't actually do it. Like, sometimes they won't even watch the videos, and I'm like, why? Like, you could get so many clients. I'm the same way. Like, it upsets me, but... Yeah. You have to just let it go.
1: (laughs) I know. It's so tough, and and you want... You can see people's potential and you can see the Mm -hmm. growth and the healing that's just on the other side if they just put in the work, but you can't make people put in the work. so That's kind of frustrating. Yeah.
0: (laughs) What do you think now is your focus? Are you wanting to continue on the recruiter path or is there something else? You know, recruiting isn't my
1: passion. I love it. I love the company that I work for. I love my boss that I work for. I love my job. It's a super good job pays well benefits, I, I have no complaints. Mm. Um, it's just not my actual passion in life. It's not something I would retire doing. I really do want to help people in some sort of capacity. And I think that's going to look more like a one-on-one type of coach, maybe like a life coach or something like that, where I can be the assertive, sassy person that I am. Mm -hmm. And people come to me paying a certain amount and knowing that they're investing into their growth and their health and well-being. So I think that's kind of the path that I need to be focusing on.
0: That makes sense. So as I noticed recently you've been posting more about boundaries. Is that kind of because you're pivoting towards being more of that life coach type thing?
1: Yeah, yeah. I would like to begin building up an audience for that mm. to see what the interest level is in offering that sort of one-on-one coaching so I'm kind of just putting my feelers out, dipping my toe, and seeing, seeing what people are liking. From what I'm seeing, people are really interested in one-on-one coaching. Mm-hmm. So now it's just me kind of developing and creating some sort of curriculum for people to follow.
0: Nice. And I'm uh, sure all your experience with like therapy helps with being able to do that, right?
1: Yeah. My experience with therapy and then also just my own personal experience with going through a divorce and how messy Mm. my first marriage was and all of the relationships and friendships that I've had and lack of boundaries, it was a mess. And then I realized how important boundaries are in life and it is something that literally One book changed my entire life. Um, I read a book by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend called Boundaries. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I read it actually six years ago. It just popped up in my Facebook memories today where I was was quoting the book. I was like, okay, so this is the time (laughs) six years ago that I started falling in love with this. And Mm -hmm. I read that book from cover to cover and it dramatically changed my life because I was a people pleaser, Mm -hmm. hardcore. Like I felt like I couldn't, I couldn't say no to anybody or I would lose their love, I would lose their relationship or their friendship. I was so fearful of being myself and expressing my needs and I realized that's no way to live a life that is not a healthy life and that's not why we're here. We're not here to tiptoe around people and try to appease people all the time. We're here to live a purpose and sometimes that's going to hurt people's feelings, Mm -hmm. but that's okay.
0: How do you think people can know if or realize that other people are crossing their boundaries?
1: I think a lot of times you really have to listen to your yourself, the way that you're reacting when somebody is around. Are, is your heart like starting to beat really fast? Are you out of breath? Are you tensing up? Are you wanting to get away as quickly as possible? Are you feeling a lot of anger? Mm-hmm. Those are things that you need to listen to. Your body will tell you if somebody is unhealthy for you. And it's just you tuning into that where you have to realize, okay, something is going on here and I need to figure out what it is. And a lot of times I've realized that so many problems that people have in their life, whether it's relationships or work or kids or whatever, it's due to a lack of boundaries And I think people just think that boundaries are so mean and rude Mm -hmm. and they push people away. And that's not the case at all. Boundaries define who you are and establish what your needs are. And you are separate from that other person instead of becoming this enmeshed, unhealthy relationship.
0: So if if someone were to realize, like, oh, okay, this person is crossing this boundary that I have, what would be your suggestion on how to kind of tell them that without it coming off rude or mean.
1: And that's one of the biggest um, (laughs) pieces of feedback that I got from people is like, Mm -hmm. okay, I know my boundary. How do I actually communicate that? Yeah. Because it is scary. It's an uncomfortable conversation that needs to be had, but it's important. So I think it's important that you get to a place where you are able to clearly define what your boundary is. So for instance, my husband used to be a yeller whenever we would have... An argument, mm-hmm. and I, I can't handle yelling. Like I shut down. <laughs> I, I will cry. Like I can't handle it. Yeah. And so one of the things that I realized is I was starting to avoid having tough conversations with my husband because I was afraid of his yelling.
0: Mm. So
1: once I identified my anxious feelings, my my feelings of of intimidation, I was able to say, "Okay, honey, this is what I'm feeling when you begin yelling." So in order for us to have healthy conversations, conversations that are gonna help us solve issues that we have in our marriage, I need you to not yell. And if you think that that's something that you can't do, then we need to put a pen in this conversation and we'll revisit revisit it once we are both calm and cool. And if that takes a couple of hours, if that takes a couple of days, so be it. You need to protect your peace. So just saying something like, okay, this is how I feel when you do this, and this is what I need, and mm-hmm. then just communicating that with people, and I think that that's really helpful.
0: Yeah, and I think saying it like that, that this is something you need because of how you are, isn't, like, that doesn't come off as, like, you're being rude or, like, pushing me right. away.
1: And you're not blaming them either. Mm-hmm. You're not saying, you're doing this, and you when you do that, it makes me feel uncomfortable. You're saying this is how I feel when this happens.
0: Yeah.
1: So it kind of takes out the blame game.
0: Yeah, that makes sense because I've always been like that. Like if someone starts yelling, I'll just instantly start crying. And my boyfriend is a yeller too, but that's just like how he was raised. He's His whole family yells. So it it has been like a, a issue, I guess, with us, but... That's a good tip to just wait for. Absolutely, because
1: you can't avoid those tough conversations. Mm -hmm. You can't just tiptoe for the rest of your life around people that don't know how to stay calm, cool, and collected. So Mm -hmm. you have to express your needs. You have to communicate your needs once you identify them, and it sounds like you have, so that's awesome. That's half the battle right there is actually identify (laughs) the the boundary.
0: (laughs) So I know another thing that you do is your... um, I don't know if they call it an affiliate or a rep or what for Beauty Counter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you chat a little bit about why you chose um, Beauty Counter over all the other companies that are similar?
1: Absolutely, I'd love to. So I had a friend that was a part of the Beauty Counter company um, about a year and a half ago, and she introduced me to this company, and she started telling me about, all of the toxic and harmful ingredients that are found in a lot of our beauty and skincare products. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I always bought the, the stuff that you would find on the shelves in like Target or Walmart or whatever and just buy whatever. I never looked at ingredients. And once she opened my eyes to things like carcinogens and parabens and hormone disruptors that are often found in these products, I was like, time out. I need to look into this. So I slowly started buying certain things from Beauty Counter. At the time it was more so makeup, because it's so hard to switch skincare once you find that perfect skincare line, it is so hard. (laughs) So I started with their makeup, their makeup was beautiful quality, I love their makeup. And then I've slowly, I'm still transitioning to All Beauty Counter, I I don't Mm. use All Beauty Counter mascara, I use Honest Beauty, but I just make sure that it is clean products. But I love Beauty Counter because they're a lot cleaner, they're a lot safer. And I was going through an actual health journey at the time where I have a lot of hormone issues. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of it kind of married very well with, with my journey at the time where I was trying to heal my body of of hormone issues. Um I found out that I had like super low testosterone and super low estrogen and progesterone, like everything. <laughs> everything was so low.
0: All the things. And I, <laughs>
1: all the things. So then I realized that a lot of my products could be causing those hormone disruptions. Hmm. So I'm a part of this company now where they are really big on making sure that they are not putting in those harmful toxic ingredients. So they have something called the Neverlist, which they promise to not use at least 1,800 of these harmful ingredients or toxic chemicals in their products. And just to give you an idea, so the U.S. right now only only cuts out 30 harmful ingredients oh, and wow. toxic chemicals, yeah, and we cut out 1,800, so wow. kind of eye-opening.
0: Isn't it, I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like I've heard it, <laughs> isn't it where other countries have more ingredients that they ban compared to the united states Yeah, so
1: europe has a lot more
0: okay that's yeah and canada only
1: has i think 300
0: okay still more yeah. than us.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's awful our our fda is just not on it
0: not about that did you notice a difference when you switched
1: you know, it's hard to say because I was going to a doctor at the time, a naturopath, where I was mm-hmm. put on a lot of supplementation to try to even out my hormones, so it's hard to say exactly what it is, but I am off of all of that supplementation, and my hormones are not perfect, they're not back to normal, but I do notice some sort of difference. But I don't mm-hmm. want to say, oh, it's because of beauty counter, because right? it's hard to pinpoint that that's exactly it. Okay. But it's just, it's a peace of mind knowing that what you're using on your body is clean and safe.
0: hmm Yeah. Cause it's like, why put yourself at that risk when there's finally like products that are good, that are clean. Exactly, exactly. So if someone had never used beauty counter before, what three products would you recommend? They oh use?
1: man, we have so many good products. I would say <laughs> the top three would be the overnight resurfacing peel. And so let me tell you a little, a little bit about this peel. So this peel improves your skin texture. It boosts your clarity of skin it removes dull skin and then it also soothes and brightens your complexion Hmm. it is perfect so that was one of the first things that i bought when i first started using beauty counter and i immediately noticed a difference in my skin Uh, my skin was bright and radiant i was joking with my friend i was like i look like i just stepped out of heaven like my face (laughs) is glowing right now (laughs) so i love our overnight resurfacing peel along with our brightening facial oil, it absorbs super quick into your skin. So it's not just going to sit on top and look super oily. Mm -hmm. It hydrates your skin, it improves your skin's radiance, and then it brightens and evens your skin tone as well. So those two together, woof! watch out. You are about (laughs) to glow, glow, glow. (laughs) And I have super oily skin and people tend to think like putting oil on oily skin Mm -hmm. is kind of counterproductive, but it's not the reason why your skin is producing so much oil is because it doesn't have enough. And so when you're putting it on, it stops producing so much. Mm -hmm. And I am not oily, I'm not, like I used to be so oily where I could like (laughs) literally scrape off my kick. It was so disgusting.
0: Um,
1: And now it just, like it just, it's so pretty. It's so pretty. And then my third one is our Tint Skin Hydrating Foundation. This is my favorite foundation. So it's super lightweight and creamy, it's hydrating, it's buildable, so you can have a super lightweight or you can build it up to have like a medium coverage. Hmm. And then it covers your imperfections really beautifully and then it evens your skin tone as well. So those are my top three. And it was so hard to limit it down to three. (laughs) I just (laughs) want you to know.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Do you have a recommendation for one for someone that has acne scars? Because I have a battle with acne scars since I had really bad acne when I was in college. Yeah. Do
1: you still have bad acne or is the acne gone but just the scars?
0: The acne's gone, it's just okay. scars.
1: Okay. So our line called Countermatch is really good for that. I actually have a friend who had very bad acne scars as well. And mm-hmm. she's like, Lauren, I cannot believe this, but my skin looks so even I don't Mm -hmm. have as many scars anymore and she's been using it for I want to say about six months oh she actually just took a makeup free selfie and posted on Instagram she's like I would have never done this (laughs) if it wasn't for beauty counter so wow I would look at that one for sure
0: okay i'm about to tell you my biggest biz secret the majority of the moolah i make in my biz is from my online courses imagine if you created a course in your expertise and you could help people without having to continue trading time for money there's a platform that will give you everything you need to make that dream a reality it's what i use to host all my courses on aslimasler.com it's kajabi it's an all-in-one platform that you can host your website courses and email marketing you can do all yourselves through kajabi so no need to frankenstein a website together anymore you'll no longer have to pay someone every time you want to change something on your website kajabi is a game changer with kajabi you can easily log in and drag and drop your changes to create a beautiful website and platform for your biz and online courses click the kajabi link in the show notes and you'll get two weeks free now back to the show So can you go a little more in depth on what makes Beauty Counter different? Yeah,
1: so we make sure that all of our ingredients are ethically sourced, and we only use suppliers that are ethical and legal. So for example, the mica industry, which mica is that pretty shimmery stuff that's in your lip gloss or your highlighter or your blush or your eyeshadow, the mica industry is actually heavily employed by children, which is really sad.
0: Wow. And
1: the UN actually said that 73 million children work in hazardous conditions, and some are as young as three years old. Wow. So we make sure that we are not using places like that, but we are also coming along those places that are employing children and just helping them to redo what they're doing so that way we can get children out of those mica mites. Also, I think a lot of people think that Beauty Counter is an MLM company. Mm -hmm. Um, We are a direct retail brand with multiple channels, so you can buy directly on our website with no consultants, buy obviously through a consultant. Or we do have brick and mortar stores. We have one in New York City, one in Denver, and then we also have pop-up stores throughout the nation. We are a certified B corporation. So basically that means that we are a corporation that helps solve environmental and social issues. We are transparent to the public. We are super accountable for our performance and we have to show what we are doing at all, at all times we have to meet these pretty big standards that are not easy at all. And then lastly, we actually advocate for better laws for safer products for everyone. It doesn't even Mm. have to be beauty counter. We just want safer beauty laws because the last time that a law was passed was in the 1930s. Mm. So the beauty industry is virtually unregulated at this time. And we actually just drove for the first vote on cosmetic Reform in over 80 years so that's pretty exciting stuff.
0: Wow that's crazy that we haven't made any new laws in such a long time.
1: It's terrible and it's it's really disturbing all of the things that can and are being used in beauty and skincare products that are going directly on our skin which is our largest organ that goes directly into our bloodstream.
0: Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people think like oh, there's no way that it's gonna really get into me. But then one thing I think about is, I used to be on a birth control that's a patch. And if my medicine can get into me through my skin, then obviously anything else I put on it can as well.
1: 100%. (laughs) The skin easily absorbs everything we put on it. Lotion, sunscreen,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it goes right into our bloodstream.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. I wonder if you, like, rubbed alcohol on you, if you would get drunk.
1: (laughs) Get drunk? (laughs) Uh, Let's try it.
0: I love that. I'll test that. (laughs) Okay, let me know. (laughs) So is Beauty Counter um, vegan, or do they test on animals?
1: They do not test on animals at all. We are over 80% organic with our products.
0: Okay. Do you guys use packaging that can is recyclable or what about Yeah, so we
1: actually just changed all of our packaging on our products to sustainable glass and mm. then we also use recycled paper tubes for some of our lipsticks
0: as well. Oh, awesome cuz I what I switched to for a lot of my skincare is Drunk Elephant and the thing that I found out though recently is that all their packaging is it's just plastic so it all has to just be thrown away.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. So Beauty Counter just made that switch in 2018 and 2019. Aww. So now we are fully all glass or recycled paper products. And we actually got rid of the so your your product comes in a box and then it would come in like an outside box too. Yeah. And they got rid of the outside box. Aww. So they're just they're really trying to cut down like their footprint and just making sure that everything is
0: recyclable. That's awesome. I know you mentioned that they are helping with creating new laws. Do you know if they give back in any way? Yeah,
1: part of being in a B Corporation is Mm -hmm. that they do have charitable giving, so they are constantly giving back to various organizations throughout the
0: world. So you've mentioned before that you want to encourage people to know that they have the power to have a healthier lifestyle. I really like the statement that you say they have the power to. Can you talk a little bit more about what you mean by that?
1: Yeah, so I think so often we tend to give our power away to other people. I think that we try to live our life tiptoeing around people, not wanting to upset anyone or create drama. But what we're doing is stifling our desires and our needs and our wants. This is something that I realized, again, about six years ago, I realized that I was doing this, that I was miserable, and I was so fearful to make any sort of decision. I was paralyzed by fear of rejection, fear of failure, and then I just started waking up one day, and I was like, this is my life. Like, this Mm -hmm. is not somebody else's life. I'm not here to live my life for somebody else. And so I started making some serious changes, and I I had to get rid of some friends that were using me for my yes. I had to change my way of thinking, which again, I read that book called Boundaries, and that thing changed my life. And then I started reading other books, and I realized that I have this power within me, that I I can do what I want. And yes, it's gonna upset people, but really, it's only going to upset people that have this perception of me that they created. It's mm-hmm. not actually me. Right. People are putting me in this their own box, but it's not who I am. It's their perception of me. And so I'm, I'm done living in other people's boxes. I'm breaking free of that. And I want to help everybody else experience this freedom that I'm experiencing.
0: I love that. I know that um, you're a Marketing Impact Academy student, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we actually met in a Shalene Johnson meetup. Yes, Um, we did. (laughs) And um, I know one of the things that she really talks about is basically helping people create a life that they love. And I think you would probably agree with me, but I feel like it was really like a godsend, basically, to find her in that program because it allowed me to see that like i could do whatever i wanted to do like this podcast and like my blog and like my marketing company and i feel like there needs to be more people like her basically telling other people like you can do it and like here's how because until i was after i graduated college and i was working for like three years like I never even thought about like doing my own thing like I didn't even know that was like an option right so I feel like some people just need the light turned on oh like there are more options like I'm not just stuck this is the way it is so exactly. I feel like I feel like that is a really big thing to jump into that power
1: yeah and I just want to free people from these chains that they put around them like that's mm-hmm. what it feels like it just feels like you're in bondage to other people's ideas of you and their opinions of you and it not why we're here on earth. That is not our purpose. Right. That is not our purpose at all.
0: Definitely.
1: So as soon as we realize that and break free from that, oh man, you can live in your purpose and have this freedom like no other.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of people, like I know me, how you talk about breaking free from the chains. Um, I think a lot of people don't even realize that the chains are there. Agreed.
1: <laughs> Agreed. That's a good point, actually. That's something I should start talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Write it down for an Instagram post. <laughs> you are chained if... <laughs> um, so one of the things you mentioned is having the power to have a healthier lifestyle. Um, what are three little things people could do to have a healthier lifestyle?
1: Yeah, so I think one of the things is, like I said earlier, listen to yourself. Listen to your mind, listen to your body, listen to your soul. If it's telling you something is wrong or if that something is no longer serving you, then you need to listen to it and you need to make room in your life. You need to make those adjustments. But I think so often we distract ourselves with technology or with friends or with partying or whatever that we don't really sit there and listen to ourselves. But we have all of this anxiety or this frustration and anger that we're living with. And until we actually sit there and listen to, why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. We're never going to have that healthier lifestyle. So first thing I would say is listen to yourself, listen to those feelings. The second thing is to add more things that bring you joy. So instead of focusing on, I need to stop doing this, I need to I need to cut this out, I need to remove this, what can you add to your life?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Removing things from your life can feel so intense and... it's it's not something we need to focus on. Just focus on bringing more joy. So whether that's a certain friend or a good book or time outside or whatever, just find those things that bring you joy and do more of that. And then my third thing is, what I've noticed has helped me to heal and have a healthier life is to share my story. There is so much healing and there's so much growth when you share your story with other people. And when you do more of that, it heals something inside of you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So those would be my three things.
0: <laughs> um, I love your tip on sharing your story because I feel like basically everything that we go through, there's a purpose to it. And if you're, awesome. you're using it to do something good or to help other people through something similar or that they can relate to, like that's huge. Like, for me to see someone else that's been through, like, a same trauma that I've been through or something like that, or even something, like, funny that you can relate to, I feel like it helps people connect with you so much quicker, and then it also helps just those people feel like they're not all alone going through that. Yeah,
1: they feel heard and understood, and then they can be in their healing, and then it's kind of a ripple effect, Mm -hmm. honestly, so once you help somebody else heal, then they can help somebody else heal, and then et cetera, et cetera.
0: So those are really good tips. I want to go into the philanthropic part of Pretty AF. Pretty AF is all about being pretty inside and out. Part of why I wanted you on the show is because of how much you give back. So can you talk a little bit about the ways you give back and what makes you want to do it?
1: Yeah. So one of the ways that I give back, it may seem kind of unconventional, but again, it's it's sharing my pain and my past struggles and helping people come through their pain and their struggles. So that's why I post so much on, on social media. That's why I text people. That's why I call people because I want to help people. And that's one way that I feel like I can give back. Another way is that my, my husband and I, we sponsor some kids in different countries through Compassion International and we've been doing that for about four or five years now and that's so awesome because they send you little letters and drawings that they draw for you (laughs) and it is the sweetest little thing and we get to send letters back to them and I just love that I love that so I really want to go to each one of those countries and visit our little
0: our little adopted
1: kids Um, another way also is I volunteer through church through random events that we have Um, we donate to different causes like the other day there's this little girl, her name is um, Stevie, she's like three, and they just found out that she has this tumor on her brain that is inoperable, Mm. it is terminal, and it's just a matter of time. And so I just, I felt the need to donate to the family. One less Mm. thing they can worry about is financial issues, so I felt like I could help out with that. Um, And then another way, (laughs) this is so random, but I actually foster cats. So um, because we actually have a really bad cat problem here in Vegas, Mm -hmm. so I will foster cats that are taken off um, off the street and kind of get them cleaned up and ready to be adopted so that way they're not on the street and and could possibly die or get sick or anything like that. So random, I know, but (laughs) I I love cats. So
0: (laughs) No, I think all those things are really great because, a lot of the things you mentioned, you don't have to have a lot of money to be able to give back in some way. Right. So I think that's a really important point because a lot of people feel like, oh, well, like, I don't make a lot of money, so I can't help other people. But that's not Anything silly. helps. Literally anything helps. Yeah. Um, so I want to get into your best tips to be pretty AF. Um, so can we start with your best travel tip?
1: Okay. So <laughs> the upgraded seat is always worth it. <laughs> Let me tell you, that extra leg room, it is always worth it. I am 5'9", and so being stuck in coach is rough. So yeah, always upgrade your seat if you can. It is so worth it. And also dress comfortable. Like, who cares? It's, a, it's an airplane.
0: Dress mm-hmm. comfortable. I always wear leggings on flights. 100%. Even if it's a And if you want to look cute,
1: <laughs> wear, like, a cute little, like, tennis shoe wedge.
0: Yeah. Boom. Then you're cute. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think um, the upgraded seats, if you're taller, because I'm pretty short, so I don't, like, my legs are short, so it's not, like, a big deal to me, but I've sat next to people that are like, you can tell they're so uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: you're like a pretzel in there, it's awful. <laughs> It's, it's awful.
0: <laughs> um, so I know we talked a little bit about beauty, but what's your number one beauty tip?
1: Please blend.
0: <laughs> There's,
1: no- <laughs> There's nothing more annoying to me than, like, a streak of blush or a streak of eyeshadow that is not blended. Like, blend. Blending is beauty. Please blend.
0: <laughs> Do you have any tips on blending or what to use to...
1: I just use a good old <laughs> makeup brush. It does not have to be anything specific or expensive. Just just make sure you're blended in. You don't want to look so heavy and dark on the cheek and on the eye. Yeah. All
0: Rachel I is All I did today was I put on tinted thumb block mm-hmm. and I just like rubbed it all over my face. <laughs> yep. And then I have this RMS palette. That's like a they have like a bronze color and like a highlighting color. So then I just, like, dipped it, like, went across my cheeks, went across my yep. eyelids, and that's it. <laughs> yep.
1: I know I've hardly been wearing any sort of makeup. Like, this is literally the most. I'm wearing, like, a tinted moisturizer. I put a little bit of eyebrow on and a little blush and mascara, and that's it.
0: Yeah. I think mascara makes a world of a difference it sure does <laughs> it sure does i was like uh, i don't want her to think i'm sick or something so i'll put
1: something <laughs> that's what i was thinking too for you i was like well i gotta look somewhat presentable
0: <laughs> yeah i haven't worn makeup in like a month though but my skin's same. happy
1: <laughs> exactly same like my skin has never been clearer
0: so i know we already talked a little bit about boundaries but is there any other life tip that you want to share
1: my life motto is to protect your peace so in whatever capacity that you need to do that protect your peace if it's bringing you anxiety or discomfort or anger cut it off or fix it but you need to protect your peace
0: i love that it's very straightforward and that's it so
1: cool. <laughs> <laughs> i don't mess around just protect your peace <laughs> do what you need to do
0: <laughs> what is your number one wellness tip
1: Your body, your skin, your health, it is all worth the time and the investment. You only get one body, you get one life, and we're not meant to survive this life, but we're meant to thrive. So make sure that you are investing whatever you need to invest in yourself to be healthy and 100%.
0: I love that because before this year, I used like whatever, like Target, makeup, and... I was always on like crash diets and so my weight was like always up and down and this year because usually my goals are always like business focused so this year I invested in a health coach and I switched to all clean beauty um, which is part of why I wanted you on the show to talk about that because in some of the previous episodes I talk about makeup that's not clean that I was using and I'm not using any of that anymore. So I want it to be kinda transparent about that. But I feel like it's such a big difference. I can focus so much more on my business and like feel so much more confident because of those kind of two changes of like you said to focus on your health because you're you only have one body, so <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's just, it's worth it. It's worth making the, be- and it doesn't have to be this huge investment. Like, for mm-hmm. me, I'm still changing over to clean skincare and just clean beauty. So it doesn't have to be all at the same time where you're spending, mm-hmm. like, thousands of dollars on right. it. Like, just when you run out of a blush, get a, get a healthier, safer, cleaner blush when you run out of a foundation. Replace it with something cleaner and safer.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's the same way I did it whenever because my new year's resolution was to switch to all clean beauty um so whenever I ran out of something I would just look for a clean version which was difficult at some times because yeah. not all stores carry clean stuff and then not all the clean products are that great either so
1: exactly it's called greenwashing, where they make it look like it's something clean but it's not Mm-hmm. There's like hidden stuff in there. That's good. I'm proud of you for doing that. Thanks. That's <laughs>
0: awesome. So how can everyone find you?
1: Yeah. So my personal Instagram is Mrs. Larson 86 And then my beauty counter Instagram is beautycounterbabe19. Awesome. That's where I hang out.
0: <laughs> Are you mainly on Instagram? Yes.
1: I, I can't get into Snapchat. I, I haven't gotten into TikTok yet. I... I'm on Facebook, but I, my heart's with Instagram.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's Snapchat used to be my favorite, but then everyone kind of got off of it. Mm -hmm. So now I like Instagram. (laughs) Is there any last tips that you want to share? Yes.
1: (laughs) Do yourself a favor and go buy the book Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. I get nothing for this. I don't get any kickbacks. I'm not a sponsor. Nothing. Affiliate. I just, yeah, I just want you to go get this book because it literally changed my life.
0: Do you know if it's on Audible?
1: It is. It's on all the things
0: awesome I'll listen to it
1: (laughs) it is it is worth your time it is worth your money it's worth it
0: awesome well thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing everything with me thank you for having me yeah um so my last question that I ask every guest what does being pretty AF mean to you
1: I think that it means living boldly and authentically with humility just be yourself authentically but be humble as well
0: Thank you so much, Lauren, for taking the time to be on the Pretty AF podcast. After this episode, I decided to give Beauty Counter a try and I loved every product. So I decided to join as a Beauty Counter consultant too on Lauren's team. In the show notes, you'll see both Lauren and my links to shop with us. If you have any questions about Beauty Counter or clean products, don't hesitate to reach out to Lauren or myself on Instagram. Both our handles are in the show notes. In next week's episode, I chat about joining multi-level marketing companies, what to look out for, and how I chose the three I'm currently in, including Beauty Counter. Thank you for taking this time for yourself to get one step closer to a life you love. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me. If you left me a review on iTunes or whatever you're listening on, tell me what you want to hear more of or your favorite parts of the episode. Until next time, I'm Ozzie Maslow. Lots of love. And don't forget, you're pretty AF.